0: Warning. The following podcast contains spoilers for all of the Marvel movies. Wonder Woman 1984 and Tenet. There's a lot of conjecture about Marvel movies and WandaVision. WandaVision was just starting when we recorded this podcast so all of our theories could be true could be not but we'll see some of them have been answered. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout, and this is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? Once again, I am joined by Chris from Geek Peek Podcast. How's it going, Chris?
1: Yo, Miles! thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited for this episode.
0: Dude, me too. Thank you for coming on. Um, so what did we watch for today?
1: So this week we are covering... Captain America, The Winter Soldier.
0: Yeah, but first, a brief history. Captain America, The Winter Soldier is the second installment in the Captain America franchise by Marvel Studios. It came out in 2014 and was directed by the Rousseau brothers. This is one of the first superhero movies to transcend genre, not just being a superhero movie but also being a spy-filled espionage film. The story is that Captain America is working for S.H.I.E.L.D. and he's seeing that S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing some things that are a little less than cool. And then while all that's going on, his old friend Bucky from back in the day, in the 40s or whatever, is uh, actually now a super spy evil soldier. And he's super strong and he can fight Captain America and stuff. And Captain America is doing everything he can to try and save Bucky from this evil spy life. The story also introduces the next Avenger who is named Falcon. Falcon has a backpack with wings on it. Jetpack weird thing. So he's a superhero now. Scarlett Johansson of course reprises her role as Black Widow. And Anthony Mackie plays the Falcon. And of course Samuel L. Jackson's in there as Nick Fury. And it's a really good time. Robert Redford's the bad guy. It's one of the best Marvel movies ever made. We would argue that it's the best, but you'll hear all about that here in a minute. Enjoy. So, yeah, uh, I think you and I are in agreement that this is one of the best Marvel movies.
1: Yes. In my opinion, this is the best Marvel movie. The The only two that really stand up to it in my mind are Thor Ragnarok and the original Avengers. In the original Avengers, I say that because at the time, that was like mind-blowing. Every part of it was just insanely epic. Mm -hmm. And it was the big crossover event. But outside of that, it's for standalones. This is by far my favorite. It's like a James Bond Captain America movie. Or like a Jason Bourne Captain America movie.
0: Yeah. And like, so I rewatched this over the last... 24 hours not in one sitting i never watch anything in one sitting anymore because i'm a grown-up um but yeah uh, so as i was watching it this time i noticed that basically nick fury and uh, uh scojo scarlett johansson were both just like this is a spy movie you're not a spy you're captain america and he's like uh. yeah i am you're right i'm captain america i'm not a spy <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're totally right though so many times like the the one scene right before or i think it's right after the elevator scene where she like gets all close to him and she's doing spy stuff you know the classic spy tropes and he just looks so yeah. uncomfortable
0: <laughs> like you are in the wrong business right now like <laughs> i love it i guess if you weren't awake for 110 years or whatever you would probably lose some of the spy espionage skills too
1: yeah well i love what fury says at one point he says you know you were part of the greatest generation you guys did things too and he's like we compromised where we had to but he's like so simple-minded about about it. it's not like i mean he's in the right ultimately but it's just like come on cap like you gotta catch up here you're not an idiot but like where where's your head at yeah bro?
0: and i feel like this movie doesn't have that moment of redemption in it like at all because even at the end when he's like all right bucky we're not gonna fight he doesn't do any cool spy shit like disarm him by surprise or anything he just gets punched in the face a whole bunch it <laughs> just
1: takes an absolute beating <laughs> yeah he uh he didn't handle that situation ideally but it all ended up good because of his good old plot armor so i can i can appreciate it he did his one moment of redemption in my mind wasn't anything narratively it was just when he was holding that helicopter (laughs) like it <laughs> showing his biceps i was like redeemed yeah.
0: <laughs> dude there was a moment in this movie not even when he's shirtless he's just wearing a tank top and i'm like jesus christ that dude is chiseled like it's upsetting how fucking ripped he is and like you know they're doing steroids to make people look like that they're not trying to compete in any strongman competitions they just want to look good
1: i feel like i could train every day for the rest of my life and i still would not be as jacked as he was in that scene <laughs>
0: Maybe if I took steroids and didn't eat anything but chia seeds. Yes, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say this. We got to give him a little tiny bit of spy cred. The one spy thing he does is hiding that USB in that vending machine. That was pretty sneaky. That was pretty
0: sneaky, sneaky. sneaky. Also, how? How did he do this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you see in the background of the scene, the guys just got it open. So apparently he just was like. I'm going to reach in here and hope this guy doesn't wrap yeah. me out. <laughs> and
0: it's really eloquent the way that they have her like come up behind him and blow a bubble at the end. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. She's so, you know, such a spy master that that was just like the perfect way for her to reveal that it was, it was very well done. There's so much that's well done about this movie, which is why I can appreciate it. I mean, besides Captain America being a simpleton, <laughs> The strike team scene, the strike team scene in the very beginning is sick. Where he die, like he goes in with that shield strike force to take down the Hydra yeah. When he ship. goes to
0: fight George St Pierre, yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you know who George St Pierre is? No, I don't. But I believe that the, uh, the lead French bad guy is like one of the greatest MMA fighters who has ever lived in real life. So oh, yeah, like that guy wow. is like top ten ever he's fucking amazing fighter and uh so this was his acting debut was he came on to fight captain america
1: to be fair that's he's like one of the most memorable like no names basically Mm. you know like out of the entire marvel series i specifically remember that fight because i was like damn this random guy is pretty good at fighting
0: (laughs) Guess he's not not a random guy guy, dude (laughs) like I've seen that dude like nearly break people's arms and shit. I'm not super into MMA, but I know who that fucking guy is. So yeah, he's fucking awesome.
1: Damn. You just, you just read me in on that. I had never heard that. Yeah. He's Very buddies cool.
0: with, with Joe Rogan and I'm one of those guys that listens to Joe Rogan, unfortunately. So yeah.
1: <laughs> I do. I will admit I like to listen to Joe Rogan. I'm not like a consistent listener, but there's been seven or eight episodes I've listened to now that I really liked all yeah, of
0: them. Yeah. He's uh Ever since he got a hundred million dollars for talking into a microphone, he's been popular to hate him. But like, he does, yeah, five, he does at popular. least five episodes a week, and that's too much Joe Rogan for me. But I'll, I'll pick and choose some comedians and shit. Anyway,
1: we were just actually talking on the Geek Peak. Uh, my co host Trent really loves Joe Rogan as well, and we. Brandon and I are way more into music, but he's much more into podcasts. So he kept getting left out of our music recommendations bit. And we're like, dude, we want to get you involved. Like, why don't you give like podcast recs? And he's like, okay. And like literally three weeks in a row is Joe oh. Rogan episodes. And I'm like, Trent, you have to recommend something besides Joe Rogan. And he's like, okay, okay. And Then he started recommending other stuff. But he's like,
0: these episodes are just so good. There's There are definitely some Joe Rogans that are like really good especially the ones where joe doesn't talk are really usually the best ones like when he has multiple people on who actually are super super smart and joe's just like uh you guys talk now anyway (laughs) i wonder if joe rogan would do a marvel movie
1: that would be crazy he would
0: definitely be a bad guy but like are you super into marvel like do you know any of the like heroes and villains that aren't in the movies and shit
1: i do know of them but i'm not like super well read on the comic books specifically spider-man i know a bunch yeah. of his villains and then i know like heroes and villains from playing like marvel ultimate alliance which Dude. had like literally everyone okay
0: well we're gonna talk about that now those are my, yes. like my top five favorite games of all time is the ultimate alliance.
1: oh shoot so me and my best friend sean when we were in um i guess middle school we we played like three or four days like each, we'd play on the weekends and we would play like nonstop 24 hour sessions basically. And we never beat it. The last one that I played was, um, what is it, number two? That, not the newest one. I think it's the second one. Yeah, number two was like one. that was awesome. Like I discovered characters like Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about Ghost Rider because of the terrible Nick Cage movie. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And I love Nick Cage, but that movie sucked. Yeah. And, uh, but, I discovered so many different like um, Iron Fist was one that I had never seen. Um, Gosh, I'm, I'm like blanking on all of them. I'll have to think about Blade was in it, which was cool. I knew about a lot of these, but it was just cool to be able to see them like in a game where they're represented and they're sick and they all have their own individual individual powers. One character that I discovered from there who there's a TV show coming up was Moon Knight and I am yeah. so
0: stoked for that. Dude, me too. Moon Knight's going to be awesome. And it's I think it's Oscar Isaac is playing him. Yes.
1: Wow. And I love Oscar Isaac. Um obviously from Star Wars I really liked Poe, but specifically there's a show on hbo max it's like a mini mini movie or mini series or something called um show me a hero i think i believe it's called and it's about him being like the youngest mayor of yonkers new york and they're like desegregating neighborhoods Hmm. and it's like the the battle like he does some damn good acting in that he's really really dope
0: i loved him in ex machina that was like where i learned who he was oh dude i completely
1: forgot he's the freaking bad guy developer in that yeah oh my god i love that film and i i completely blanked that he was in that yeah he did a great job in that one too
0: oh man he like that's when i was like this dude's awesome and he's a great character actor and then he proceeded to play the same character in a few things in a row but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) so moon knight's gonna be fucking dope but Yeah. I wonder anyway, I was going to say who would Joe Rogan play, but it's whatever we don't know. Uh, (laughs) But no,
1: no, I think, I think that, do you think he'd play like an actual main main style villain or hero? Or do you think he'd just be like a henchman?
0: B-lister for sure. Like, uh, like the main bad guy, if it was a Spider-Man movie, it would be like green goblins, the main guy we're fighting. But over here we have, I wouldn't even say electro like, uh, I don't know, some shitty B-lister, like Rhino or something. I don't know.
1: Dude, bring back Paul Giamatti as Rhino.
0: Dude, that was like super promising, though. Big robotic (laughs) Rhino. I know. Uh, I thought that was cool. I mean, I don't think he's going to be in the next Spider-Man movie, but it's shaping up to be fucking wild.
1: Dude, I am so excited for the multiverse and just the opportunities it brings because it's just like you can't really – You can't permanently botch that, you know, like at any point in time, you can just branch off and do a different story and have like the same characters. And it's like, oh, it's the multiverse.
0: Right, exactly. And like, it's crazy how DC and Marvel make a point to like do the same things at the same time. They definitely didn't need to do that. Like when uh, Civil War came out, they did Batman versus Superman. And when they announced they were going to do Sinister Six, then Suicide Squad was like, okay, we got to make this quick so that we come out at the same time or whatever. Then that didn't end up happening, and we just ended up with a shitty Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> but – um and so, like, now it's going to be, like uh, – flashpoint something like that whatever the the flash movie where they're going to introduce a multiverse in the dc universe at the same yes time. the
1: flashpoint yeah. paradox yeah yes.
0: and then like the spider-man one's going to do the same shit where we're just in all these multiverses now so like it's just going to be an awesome year for superhero movies and then well i think uh flash is coming out in 2022 but still it's going to be fucking dope
1: i i'll say this I totally feel like DC has dropped the ball in trying to chase Marvel instead of pursuing their own path. Yeah. Because I think that if they had really committed to that dark and grim with like minor humor in it, and they had committed to that over a long period of time and made some good movies, like we would be, I mean, it would actually be a challenge of which one's better not mm-hmm. to hit on DC. Cause I love the DC properties like dark Knight. By Christopher Nolan, that trilogy is one of my favorites of any superhero movie. Like, I think that stands up to like any three superhero movies that are out there. Funny but, story. Come on.
0: I just uh, I just watched all three of those and recorded a massive episode about all three of those, which came out uh, like three months ago at this point. If this comes out as late as I think it's going to, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> January is Batman month for the disc dump, so uh, I did a bunch Hell, of yeah. weird Batman shit and then I ended with the Nolan trilogy. So. Dude, this week has been so crazy because I've, like, scheduled a bunch of shit that's I'm releasing later. So I've watched five two-and-a-half-hour movies this week.
1: Oh, There's a lot. <laughs> that's an undertaking.
0: It really was. I usually watch movies in 15-minute increments. So five, <laughs> five two-and-a-half-hour movies. I was just like, I'm in a prison. I'm in a prison of movies right now. <laughs>
1: Dude, in October, we did like horror movie month and we started in mid-September and went all the way to October 31st and we were pumping out an episode a week plus news episodes which were coming out on Thursday and then the week of Halloween, we also had like the night of Halloween. we or, Yeah, the night of Halloween, we dropped a special episode so it was like I... Am obsessed with horror movies, but oh my god, I was like to the point where I was like, "Can I just watch some Pixar or something?" Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, for October, I did uh, the whole first season of the Masters of Horror series. You ever see those movies?
1: Oh my, no, that's actually on my list of things, but I literally couldn't get to it because I was inundated with all the other stuff we we're doing.
0: <laughs> Understandable, but uh, next October I'm doing season two. So now that I know you're a horror movie fanatic, we got this. It'll be good
1: absolutely absolutely um that's one thing that hurt me the most was there was some damn good horror that was supposed to come out in 2020 that got pushed
0: yeah like that new Guillermo movie i can't fucking wait to see that shit it looks awesome and they just
1: dude yes who
0: knows when that shit's coming out like it just fell off the map and disappeared
1: well that there was supposed to be a new saw like basically a reboot with chris rock called spiral Mm -hmm. chris rock and samuel jackson which i'm stoked for there was supposed to be the new halloween movie halloween kills We were going to get Candyman from Jordan Peele, like all of those. Any one of those could have been like incredible, like horror classics. And we had to wait another year.
0: Yeah, now we're waiting for him. But man, I wish I had gotten screeners of that shit because there were screeners that went out for all of those movies. Oh, my God. I bet we could find them online now I'm thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: I might have to go on a hunt <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway so Captain America is what we're supposed to be talking about yeah I'm totally this just confused. became
1: the disc hunt Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it Um, uh. so uh, I uh, my favorite Marvel movie at this point when I really reflect on it is definitely Infinity War but this might be number two for me I like it better than I like Civil War so
1: For sure. Yeah. Like totally agree.
0: This is a solid fucking movie. And this is the point where Marvel was like, let's see what the Russo brothers do. They made community. They probably can make something quippy and funny. And now they're like, holy shit, let's give everything to the Russo brothers after that. Yes. I was not upset about it.
1: Me either, man. I, like I said, I literally cannot speak high enough about this film. If there was like one movie That If if someone was like, I'm going to watch one Marvel movie and that's it and I'm not going to watch any others, this would be the one I'd recommend because it's like you don't have to have any context outside of knowing that Captain America woke up and his best friend is evil now.
0: Yeah, that really is all – that might be why this is such a good movie is because it's not tied to 16 other movies. So we might even be up to like 18 at this point. I don't know how many movies there are, but it's it's fucking too many.
1: No Um, one knows except for the Library of Congress.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My sister was like, I need to get into another series of movies. I was like the Marvel movies. She goes, oh, how many are there? I was like, at least 16. And she's like, no, (laughs) no not doing that
1: (laughs) that song from rent queues in 525,600 (laughs) movie
0: yes you know Uh, i mean i do really fucking miss three times a year being able to go to the movies and watch a massive blockbuster like these movies
1: i was just talking with trent and brandon about this and I we so for my birthday actually I rented a movie theater out here in my in my town in Tampa and like 10 like 12 of my friends came and we watched Raiders of the Lost Ark Ooh. and it was incredible like just the experience of being back in a theater and seeing a film that was familiar it was like comforting you know and and I just I so miss that I so agree I can't wait for it to come back, I mean, I have a, I have a 4K TV with a phillips Hue setup, so the lights sync, and a uh, Bose soundbar Like I'm good here, but like, I want to see movies in theaters. There's something special about it, you know. No matter what system you have, it's still not going to the movies and seeing the brand new films with everybody in a packed theater.
0: I agree, and you you never know. You're rolling the dice if it's going to be a shitty atmosphere or an amazing atmosphere, but it's always like worth rolling the dice especially when you see horror movies and stuff. Oh my God. There's yes. nothing better than being in a crowded room with strangers watching a horror movie. Oh, <laughs> I fucking love that. I saw Tenet in the theaters right before all the theaters closed for the second time and uh, did not like that one. Not a great movie
1: Me either. Yeah. Me either. And I saw it in theaters as well. That was the first movie I went back when the theaters opened here. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, dude, this just was not, all that good, and I'm very disappointed because I love everything else Christopher Nolan does. Me too. Music was cool. Both the actors did a good job, like the lead actors, but it just wasn't that good.
0: I don't know. I don't think Denzel's son has the bug, the acting bug. You know what I mean?
1: I liked him in Black Klansman, Mm -hmm. but... I I kind of understand what you're saying. I mean, he's definitely not Denzel Washington.
0: No, nah, definitely not That's
1: for damn sure.
0: Like he can deliver lines, but his body language is wrong for what he's saying. I don't know. But the, yeah. Tenet was, they didn't explain anything. That was what was frustrating yeah. is he picked up a bullet and he dropped it and it popped back up in his head. And he goes, Oh, I understand. And the audience is like, you do? <laughs> <laughs> what are you not telling us? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, it totally makes sense. Paradox. Other two civil word, two to three syllable words that just have something to do with time travel. Like, uh-
1: <laughs> anyway. I also, I'll say this one last thing on Tenet: the choreography just got tiring. Like mm-hmm. the fighting by the end of it, I was like, this isn't even cool anymore. I'm just like, kind of over it. Like, I'd rather just see them. Can we see some like normal? fighting now like can we go forward in time as per usual and then see some like really cool choreography that way so i can kind of like get brock back into it
0: (laughs) yeah because especially like the second half where it's like playing the first half backwards is like Okay, but we did watch this before. It (laughs) it is cool that you, like, pulled off how to do this somehow. I don't know how you made this movie, but, like, we did already watch this less than an hour ago.
1: It would have been a lot cooler if they did it in a movie that was good and made sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, But I have a thing where I just really hate time travel movies. I say that, and then people go, what about these seven movies? And I'm like, well, they're all math. (laughs) But, yeah, like... Overall, most most time travel movies destroy themselves because they break their own rules, and I hate it when a movie breaks its own rules, which is why I didn't like Wonder Woman because it just sets up rules and it just breaks them immediately. Anyway. The
1: first one or the 84?
0: 84. Did you see that one yet? I, yeah. I didn't like it either. It's not very good.
1: I didn't think it was the worst movie in the world. People were like raging on it online, but I just didn't think it was good. And like, it was way overhyped for it not being good. I'm like, come on, seriously. Yeah. And they had like more money than God to put in that movie. <laughs> the best part was literally the best part was her as a little girl in the first like 10 minutes that Dude, was like that the was one part awesome. i was like this is cool yeah
0: that was yeah. awesome the action was awesome it but like trying to pretend that kristen wig is attractive is is a wild decision <laughs> like no i, I do not find her attractive in any fucking way why were they like "Ooh, look at you you have legs under your ass like she does <laughs> <laughs> All humans have legs under their ass. It is just how it is.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. That's a great take. Yeah. I, I actually thought she did a really good job acting, but I totally agree with you. It was not like, ooh, sexy
0: Kristen. <laughs> I don't I know some people are like, she looked amazing in that movie, and I like just want to smack them in the head and be like, Did you remember when she'd play the character with the big forehead and the little hands on SNL? <laughs> <laughs> that's who i think
1: of <laughs> oh my god that is hilarious yeah i i thought uh i thought like all the acting was good mm-hmm. and there were some genuinely funny parts but i don't know just as a, the sum of its parts were not good and they like, i was just like whatever they
0: ham-fisted chris pine into that shit anyway yeah so uh Captain America. back to a
1: good movie <laughs> back to
0: a really fucking good movie winter soldier um so I have the word "this person dies" in quotation several times in this. Uh, <laughs> Nick Fury dies, quote unquote, and fucking. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, so what's his name? Zola. Zola is a huge part of this movie, and when he came on on the little computers and shit, I could have sworn they were gonna go Modoc with that guy.
1: Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. I would like to see that in the future though.
0: Yeah. I think they're saying the next Avengers movie, bad guy is going to be Modoc, which I have no idea how they'll make that realistic in any way, but power to them. I hope they do.
1: How do they make him more of a danger than Thanos at this point though?
0: Yeah. I don't know. They're saying Christian Bale is going to play like big Thanos level, bad guy so
1: oh yeah the god killer or whatever
0: yeah so i mean i'd be into that that seems pretty cool i don't think christian bale's the greatest actor who's ever lived but i do love christian bale so you know But
1: i want to see tom hanks as a bad guy in the marvel universe
0: you know he'd be the kind of bad guy that wears a suit though you know I mean? yeah true. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna get in shape for that shit he's just gonna be the guy who buys the bad robot <laughs> well
1: i'll i'll say this it feels weird looking at uh looking at some info on captain america it feels weird that this came out six almost seven years now march 13th
0: 2014 yeah. it makes
1: me feel a little old
0: and it came out right before age of ultron right yeah because uh yeah post credit sets up ultron
1: was it that first or was it civil war
0: it was before civil war because uh, okay. scarlet witch and stuff are in civil war
1: oh yeah okay yeah because she sinks homeboy down okay yeah. so yeah i mean how can you make such did you like age of ultron i should ask this first before i say some inflammatory thing.
0: <laughs> um uh, there are things i like about it and things i don't so i'm like right on the fence
1: as a whole it was super forgettable yeah um, and the one part that I thought was kind of cool was the 360 pan shot fight at the end.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool. I like the part where uh, Hulkbuster armor comes out and and Iron Man fights the Hulk in an African city. That was pretty cool.
1: That was also cool. I don't know, I just felt like they didn't do a good job of like making Scarlet Witch or Quicksilver really like cool. They didn't develop them at all. Yeah, they didn't really make them cool. Um just kind of a missed opportunity. I'm happy they're starting to involve the Scarlet Witch more, but I would have liked to have seen a little more of Quicksilver. I felt nothing when he died, which was like part of the problem. I'm like, okay, this guy died, like he's been he he was a bad guy for half of this and then I didn't even get to know him. He just died
0: after he converted to good. I really like that actor, but I do think that uh oh, what's the guy's name? I think his name's Chris Evans? No, that's not right. One of the one of the famous Chris's he uh, he the guy who plays him in the uh, the X Men movies I thought he would have been perfect if they had to put him in it but they didn't have the properties at the time so it's just kind of a weird thing in history that Age of Ultron doesn't have mutants in oh that.
1: oh 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 you're talking about Quicksilver from the X Men franchise yeah. Oh dude, I know who you're talking about. Evan um,
0: Peters. Is that his name? Yes,
1: Evan Peters. Yeah, yeah that
0: guy's okay. awesome.
1: I wholeheartedly agree with you. It would have been so much cooler if he was in there.
0: I do like the guy from Kick Ass. Like he was pretty good as far as being like an, a good actor, but his Russian accent was atrocious. But, uh, yeah, I don't know the the The
1: Sokovian accent rolls
0: eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I like that actor a lot, but he was not meant to play Quicksilver. He would have been a great moon Knight If anybody would have, he would have been fucking awesome, but
1: agreed. Well, I'll say, I'll say this about it. Um, the drop off from this to age of Ultron was pretty noticeable in my mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How does captain America always get his shield back? He just always does. He dropped it out of a fucking carrier in this movie at the end. Just has it in the next movie. It's, just, it's in my hands now.
1: It's, yeah, he, they should have incorporated like boomerang ability or something with Captain when they were writing him.
0: Even just, like, like he would have love that is like magnet to just vibranium and he catches it like that would have been good. Yeah, why doesn't Tony hook him up with something like that? I know Tony hates his guts right now, but... I mean, as soon as he hits something with the shield, the only way that it doesn't come back to him is if it just, for the plot's sake, doesn't come back to (laughs) it. So you sent me a picture of you having a drink earlier. What are you drinking tonight?
1: So I am drinking some Cabernet... No, actually, excuse me. I'm drinking some 2018 Shiraz, which is a wine i n- I normally never drink this um but it got rec- recommended to me by a server at a restaurant at a nice restaurant that me and my girlfriend went to we were drinking some wine and i was uh, commending him on his recommendation that and which was not this and he's like if you like this there's another one that's cheap and it's really good it's called molly duker yeah i'll show you the bottle it kind of looks like a little like popeye guy
0: Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I see uh, that. Okay.
1: But yeah, it's a Shiraz, which like I said, I normally don't drink that. I don't even know what the difference is. I can't even give you a breakdown on it, but.
0: Yeah, I've never even heard of a Shiraz. Yeah, but it was
1: cheap wine. Like it was under 15 bucks a bottle or whatever, and it's pretty good. So right cheers. On. What are you drinking?
0: Hell yeah. I am drinking Dogfish Head 60 Minute IPA. Mm. I don't know if you've had that before, but it's fucking I don't know wonderful. if I've had the
1: 60 minute. I've had the 90 minute, but. I'd be interested in trying the sixty minute, Dude, probably a little bit
0: less. We uh we went to the Dogfish Head Brewery for my birthday, which was fucking dope. Oh hell yeah! And uh, I got my first growler of uh, beer from a brewery, and it was fucking dope. And
1: that is such a good brewery to get beer from, yeah. man. I- I'm jealous that you live close enough to go there. That is awesome.
0: It's about four hours from my house. So I wouldn't say it's close, but closer than you. So
1: <laughs> hell yeah. That's sick though, man. I love dogfish head.
0: Yeah, man. And uh, they also have a 120 minute. Did you try that one before?
1: I think I've had the 120 and the 90. That's what it was. But I haven't had the 60 before. That sounds really good.
0: 60 much more bitter than you would expect it to be. And I expected bitter. So it's it's like fucking bitter, but I like it. It's not bad.
1: I mean, I used to love IPAs, but as of late, I still love them. But as of late, I've really fallen in love with um some some Imperial stouts and some like barley wines and especially wheat beers. Wheat beers and, like, are like heaven license.
0: Yeah, God,
1: I, I love it. So now I'm like either the blackest of black or like just the lightest like a little beach beer possible. So
0: we might have to have a verbal sword fight right now, because you said that the yingling uh, chocolate porter, I think it's a porter. You said that was bad. What are you thinking?
1: Oh, dude, I just thought I was so gross. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? I, I should have, I should have known that I was going to hate it because not that I hate yingling. It's just not like my preferred beer. And then on top of that, if I was going to buy chocolate, Hershey is probably like the last chocolate I would buy. So it's two things that I don't really like put together.
0: You have offended me, sir. I am
1: I know. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know that's your state's thing. Yeah,
0: I live within 40 minutes of both Hershey and Yigley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no
1: <laughs> dude it's okay if you say shit about oranges i won't be upset <laughs>
0: yeah fuck your orange <laughs> florida boy <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, i really honestly i just i don't buy yingling anymore but this past weekend my friends my friends all still love it especially my friend was down from michigan so i guess they can't get it in michigan for whatever reason yingling hmm. um So he always wants to get Yingling when he's in town. And so I was drinking. I was drinking that this weekend and I had no complaints about it. It was fine. But I was like, you know, it'd be better than this Yingling. A Sierra Nevada.
0: Oh, for sure. That's not even. a. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like last time that you were on, I was drinking Yingling because I had to go cheap. But as far as cheap beer goes, like if you had to choose between that and Bud Light, I would definitely go Yingling.
1: Oh, yeah, Yingling for sure, but I think I like, personally, I like Michelob Ultra better than Yingling, but I think that's just, like, an acquired taste.
0: Yeah, it's all right. It's very watery, Michelob.
1: It's so watery.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Anyways, before we get into my closet
0: alcoholism. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Captain America can't get drunk, we learned in the first Captain America movie. Yeah,
1: which is a blessing and a curse, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I'm like kind of jealous that he could drink as much as he wanted to, but I guarantee he wouldn't look so shredded.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely going to lose that six pack, that 19 pack or whatever he has. (laughs) I will say this. I didn't know this was. Hold on. This is this received an Academy Award nomination for Best Visual Effects. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I was reading and I thought I was going to say Best Picture and I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, ain't no damn way that happened. The Academy hates <laughs> superhero movies. They only like actors who die or biopics.
1: Oh my God, I know. Fuckers. I... I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) Although I will say, Parasite last year for Best Picture was fire. Like I really, I thought that was a good pick. That movie is awesome. Yeah, that's one. You haven't caught that one. That's
0: one I'm going to put in the old uh, on the disc dump list because I'm going to definitely buy it. I really like that movie.
1: Yeah, that was, that's a good one. Any movie? I had no idea what I was in for when I watched that anyways.
0: Yeah, anyways <laughs> so I, I could talk about parasite for a whole hour on its own, but when we do a parasite <laughs> episode, you're on, you've got it. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, did you watch agents of shield back in the day?
1: I watched bits and pieces, but I didn't follow it consistently. No, I know there was like a lot of external stuff that was happening, like outside of the realm of the Avengers which I thought was cool. I did watch all the Netflix, you know, like daredevil iron fist, oh, Jessica Jones and Luke cage. Those
0: are fantastic shows. Oh, I love all of them. Yes. Uh, and
1: Punisher as well.
0: Punisher is also fucking fantastic. Uh, Agents of shield is not a good show, but at the time it was the only like live running show that was Marvel. And I remember I was watching it and then I saw this movie, captain America, winter soldier, the day it came out. And then the the Sunday that followed was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Day. And everything that happened in this movie affected the show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because all of a sudden uh, Nick Fury oh, wasn't around and shit. And they were like, Nick Fury just died. And everyone was like, what? And like Hydra was like doing a coup and trying to take over S.H.I.E.L.D. and shit. It was fucking crazy. It was like the, uh, the only time that that show I was like, this is a good show. And it lasted, I don't know, two episodes maybe? of me being that like, was good and then from there it fucking sucked again but yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool that they
1: did it like they released it like immediately after like that though. That's super interesting.
0: Yeah that was like the appeal of the show is that they like intentionally scheduled everything together but uh after that they held that through Age of Ultron and a couple of the other ones that came right after that, but then they started doing the Inhumans and things got really weird. And yeah, I wasn't into it. Mm. That. I don't think the show's still running. I'd be astounded if it was. But yeah, the Agents of Shield was good for two episodes.
1: <laughs> and they followed this movie. Thank you, Captain America: Winter Soldier, for that again.
0: What's your uh, What's your favorite scene in this movie?
1: Ooh, i think it has to be the the elevator fight scene
0: the the infamous dad joke meme scene
1: yes <laughs> yes i honestly that that fight is so badass i mean he absolutely gives it to like 12 dudes
0: Oh, he's like, he like with one hand looked around at everybody. And he's like, does anyone want to get off? And he fucks everybody up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> good. And it, that scene ends with him taking down a VTOL with a shield and his motorcycle, which was a little over the top, if I'm being honest.
1: he literally was like i'm gonna shut this bridge down for the rest of the day see you guys it's just like jesus cap um i think i think that's got to be my favorite scene with maybe a second when they actually like go in and are having to fight like the the end game fight at the uh at the end of the film not against him and bucky but like when all the carriers are starting to be operational and stuff.
0: Oh, you mean the, the the fleet of faceless bad guys that are just bad guys for the sake of being bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who doesn't yeah. love that?
1: They're Hydra soldiers. They've been in hiding.
0: Yep. They, boy, there they were sure a lot of them that were able to really very well keep a secret, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> 600 of the 900 people were like, shh, don't tell. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of traitors.
0: <laughs> I had a, a friend. His name's Mason. And uh, Mason always says, he says there are two rules in Marvel. Number one. If there's a helicarrier, it will crash guaranteed. And (laughs) number two is nobody stays dead except for uncle Ben. Uncle Ben stays dead. So So when I saw this movie had not one, not two, but three helicarriers, I was like, every one of them bitches is going to crash. Before, like, before the evil plot was, like, said that it was going to be all these fucking helicarriers, just when he was like, look at all these helicarriers we got. I'm Samuel L. Jackson. That was, I was like, every one of them bitches is going to crash. And it was true.
1: that was so that's those are real rules to live by that's hilarious (laughs) oh my god i love my favorite though of those two is the uncle ben one
0: yeah Uh, he's the only person in the marvel universe who stays dead everyone else dies and comes back and dies and comes back not uncle ben he
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's as mortal as mortal comes
0: (laughs) i think there's even a point where aunt may becomes spider-man at some point so like (laughs) if even she can become spider-man you can bring back uncle ben but they're like no we just need to have the rice that's it we don't need another character
1: (laughs) well i'll say this i think one of the things that actually made me love this movie the most was the whole like big brother kind of like insinuations and themes of this and like how democracy has been infiltrated and like the people that you think are protecting you who are, who is watched, like they're watching out for you, but who's watching out for them. And and captain is like, I feel like it kind of ties in with his whole, like, I'm not a spy thing, his naivety, because that actually ends up being like the redemption of how, like he kind of like can, can push this back and not be like, Oh, it's for the greater good.
0: Yeah. At the same time. Okay. So I found myself asking this question as the movie was coming to a close why are people on hydra's team like it's all bad there's nothing good about being on hydra's team
1: yeah they don't do a good job of convincing you why people have flipped (laughs) on although they do show that bucky they just shock him into submission so maybe that's what they've been doing with all these freaking people
0: that's a lot of manpower to keep people down but they're like we need to spread the balance from peace to chaos and that's our job and it's like don't you like having wi-fi like why do you want to create (laughs) chaos like it's not good man robert redford you son of a bitch
1: it's literally like i feel like robert redford's just a holdout from world war ii he's just some freaking nazi sympathizer yeah. because like this all started with them right like hydra is literally just like a stand-in for the nazis so it's like these these fuckers still haven't given up
0: yeah, yeah i was like i guess i didn't realize it the first 600 times I watched this movie that Zola is the reason that Hydra still exists. Somehow this uncharismatic dude who was clearly a bad guy convinced people for 90 years to join Hydra.
1: Yeah. He doesn't even have a body.
0: No, he's just a computer head. He looks like uh, some of the characters from fallout, new Vegas, like,
1: (laughs) For real, though, I mean, yeah, that would be interesting to know what, you know, see, like they had that show Agent Carter or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I wish they would have done some more like throwback shows, like kind of fleshing out what Hydra was doing to actually be successful, because like, how are they more successful than the most advanced military intelligence organization in the world?
0: How are they inside that, given all the words you just said? (laughs)
1: Like, i mean it's it's definitely a good point but i'll say this marvel logic it works
0: right like there's a lot of points where you need to just be like that was so visually astounding that it's fine like it's it doesn't matter that his shield came back because it vibrates like it doesn't matter it was just visually so cool yeah
1: i feel like if somebody asked me in the theater like why did his shield
0: come back like because he's captain
1: america (laughs) he's
0: just that good um (laughs) When Arkham Asylum came out, the video game, the Marvel's answer to that was a Captain America game that was extremely similar. And I played the shit out of the Captain America one, but it made me realize that his fighting style is largely based on old school acrobatics, like gymnast shit. Like he's always spinning around and like (laughs) landing in style, which you do get to see a little bit in this movie, but not as much as the first movie and the third movie, especially he's like spinning around kicking Spider-Man in the face and shit. But I don't know why that came out of my, like, I don't know what that had to do with what we were just saying, but there was a connection.
1: No, I mean, I, I think that like part of this, the appeal of this movie was, it's very much like a modern day, just action film, you know, like, like you said, the, the VTOL getting blown up unnecessarily the three helicarriers, one of them crashing into the lake and flooding the, the facility, like the fight in the bridge of the, the helicarrier at the end with all the fire, the glass is breaking, of course, underneath them. Like, it's just like, they go hard on some visuals in this movie. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe that's not the number one thing, but I'll say this. I'm a sucker for it.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, me too. So this seems like probably a good place for us to take a really brief ad break. And uh, we will be back with a little bit more uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Today's episode is presented by Clark's. Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that has remained at the heart of what Clarks does. From the very beginning, Clarks always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clarks apart. We are teaming up with Clarks and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off on selected items, including on the iconic Clarks Desert Boot, by going to podgo.co slash Clarks. That's podgo.co slash Clarks. Greetings, fellow geeks. I'm Chris Melvin, one of
1: the hosts of the Geek Peak podcast, where we make it our mission to take you to the summit of pop culture with the best content recommendations from around the interwebs. Whether that's a new show you've slept on, your next favorite movie you're on the fence about seeing, a new track that jams, or what your next happy hour cocktail is going to be, the Geek Peak has you covered. Available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms.
0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Disc Dump Podcast, where we talked about Captain America, Winter Soldier. And I was chatting with Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast. He's a super cool dude. Uh, I would expect to hear from him a lot more on this podcast. So, thank you, Chris, for doing this episode with me. Audience, if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, Discdump.com pod at gmail.com that's d-i-s-c-d-u-m-p-p-o-d at gmail.com don't forget that little pp in there it's important on twitter I'm at the disc dump instagram disc dump podcast facebook disc dump podcast fans is a group you can join and start the discussion please rate review and subscribe I know everyone always says that but I would like really appreciate it if you did that if you're enjoying the show at all please find a way to support me not financially i'm not asking you for money i'm just asking you for one second of your time to click five stars on a little star rating thing and hit submit that's it that's all i want from you i would really really appreciate it if you would do that for me thank you so much um i have a few shout outs to do first i want to give a shout out to oh let's do it like a game show from now on let's see um I want to give a shout-out to Mason Sachs. Mason Sachs. So, Mason, uh, I believe I quote you at some point in this podcast, so thank you for your sweet, delicious quote, and uh, I hope to talk to you soon, buddy. I miss you. I also want to give a shout-out to Mr. Christopher Alloway. Christopher Alloway! Hello, Christopher. Hopefully you found a way to listen to this. I know you have a hard time with Wi-Fi and things of that nature, but thank you for listening if you did, and I want to say thank you for the sweet Fallout mask you gave me and being able to give me hints in the game Dying Light. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. I have one more plug I'd like to do. It's for a podcast in the making called Toast of the Realms. And it's a live play d d podcast where I am the Dungeon Master, who's the guy who runs the show telling a story while the players play through role-playing as characters. So if you're into fantasy stuff, if you've always been curious about Dungeons and Dragons, or if you just like radio dramas, this will be a good fit for you guys. So please check it out, Toast of the Realms podcast. Alrighty, everybody, let's get back into it. Thanks for listening.
1: all right let's get back into this let's get back
0: into us. welcome back audience um so last episode that you were on chris was um the batman forever soundtrack in january yes and uh i found out in promoting that episode that if you tweet hashtag batman forever the batman forever soundtrack follows you automatically
1: oh my god
0: you got that clout <laughs> yeah Bro. that is amazing yeah and every time that you post something with it, it like likes and retweets and follows you like automatically so i recommend to everybody if you want to be followed by the greatest soundtrack of all time <laughs>
1: dude that is amazing we've been recognized yeah. it's, a great
0: achievement. <laughs> it's just crazy that there is a twitter account for that soundtrack though like How many movie soundtracks have a Twitter account? Like that one definitely (laughs) goes?
1: It's actually just uh, Seal. I don't know if Seal's still alive, but it's Seal's estate. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Seal is still alive, and he's sitting there just sweating, like looking at all the hashtags. (laughs)
1: It's like, they love it. They love it.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So, So, go ahead. Back to spy shit. Back to spy shit um what'd you think of robert redford's performance
1: i thought he did good i kind of picked up that he was a bad guy they telegraphed that pretty well but not over the top mm-hmm. um i was a little surprised when uh oh my god what is he becomes a bad guy in age of ultron and like blows himself up what's what's that guy's name i know oh, the actors crossbones. crossbones yeah like I thought he was super cool. I was kind of surprised that he turned on captain, but I thought he was like a a worthy adversary
0: for sure. And like early in the movie, like in the elevator scene, he goes, I want you to know this isn't personal. And then everything that happens after that, that dude takes so personally. (laughs) (laughs) Every single thing. He's like, I just want you to know this isn't personal. And then like the opening of the next movie, he's like, you dropped a helicarrier on my face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I blame him. He didn't need to be under it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) when uh when civil war came out i was balls deep in a bunch of like phone marvel games that like they're all some of them are so excellent for the phone and uh when crossbones came out as like a dlc character he was so much better than all the other characters like because he's the new one you know and uh, (laughs) i just i remember like i was like this character's really underwhelming in civil war, but it's really good to have him. So I became like crossbones aficionado. I was all about him at that point.
1: He is sick, man. I, I thought they did a good job with his character. And, uh, speaking you know hearkening back to the spy stuff this is the one where steve finds out that his neighbor's a spy yeah
0: yeah and it's also his girlfriend's great-granddaughter or some shit
1: that he also kind of has a crush on yeah i wish he would have just ended up with her instead of his freaking long lost love who's like 90
0: I feel like like the Russo brothers were like, let's set it up for this. There's no way that they're going to put time travel in these movies. And then they're like, oh, we're in charge. There's definitely time travel in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
1: And other notable characters they introduced besides uh, Peggy's, that was her name, right? Peggy Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Besides her hot granddaughter. um, I really like Sam Wilson. Although I think, it kind of sucks that he's the Falcon. Cause I feel like the Falcon's just kind of a stupid hero. No offense to the actor or the, the character. I thought he did a great job in this film, but I just feel like as a whole, the Falcon's power is just bad Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like even war machine is better equipped to fight than the Falcon.
0: Yeah. He doesn't have a helmet or nothing. He just has a back. <laughs> <Nice. with> wings. <laughs> Like literally, what if he hits a bird or something, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah, just a it, happened to,
1: it happened to Fabio on uh on a roller coaster in Bush Gardens where they were <laughs> filming a commercial. So I'm just saying it's not unheard of. But um I did like the all of the back and forth between them, like when they are running around the mall. Mm. That is awesome. I, I love that. On your what does he say, on your left?
0: Yeah, like right. or when they're running around the Washington Monument. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, I think he has great chemistry with Captain America and with Winter Soldier, like later when they're a little bit like, you know, I fucking hate you, right? Yeah, I do. I also hate you. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, they jive just like so fucking well. So yeah. I think that's why the T V show that's coming out next year is gonna work. They just wrap filming on that and I'm fucking stoked.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I've been
0: watching Wandavision. Have you caught any of that? I did watch it, and I am, I'm planting my feet in the ground, going, "It's gonna be good, damn it!" But everyone else around me is like, "This is terrible," and I'm like, J- "Just give it some time, guys. Please be good." I I'm with you, man. I
1: here's my problem with it so far. I really like it, and honestly, like in terms of a television show, it's like masterfully made. Like I love how the first episodes and like an homage to like the fifties. Like I love Lucy and the honeymooners and like second the Dick Van Dyke too. show. Yeah. Well, the second episode I felt like was more sixties cause like even Wanda gets a little sassier. Now I, I will say I'm stealing some of these takes from our friends over at uh, the effing nerds podcast. Those dudes are sick, but they, they were kind of breaking it down saying, you know, and I, I kind of felt this too. The second season, she was, Wanda's a little bit more rebellious. She kind of has a little bit more independence. And also the intro is more like Bewitched or I, um, not I Love Lucy, uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Mm-hmm. So like both those, those came out in the 60s and then they transitioned from black and white TV shows to color TV shows. And at the end of the second one, obviously there's some color. And then the third episode is fully in color and it's more of like a 70s sitcom so i'm excited to see if next week if next week's the 80s the 90s is about to be lit
0: i actually haven't seen the third episode yet i didn't realize it was out yet but 70s no
1: spoilers here don't worry yeah
0: i'm i mean i'm in for it like i also when i was a little kid i fucking loved bewitched and i loved i dream a genie and shit so i'm i'm in for it it is just they had the lady from that 70s show in it. I was like, this is amazing. And then I was like, yep. any moment now, it's going to get good. This is a sitcom. Is this really a sitcom right now? Okay. It's going to be good. It's a slow burn. It's got to be. And I think it will get good. The whole reason that they put the end credits and made them like visually interesting is because they're like, wait, don't go. Please don't go.
1: <laughs> it's also why I think they dropped uh, two episodes mm-hmm. at once. They're like, there's no way that one episode is going to hook people. Cause they're going to be like, what the fuck? Uh,
0: bold choices. They made some bold choices.
1: I'll say this though. I, th- I really do think it's going to be good. And it's at least at the very least, a refreshing take on Marvel. And it's just cool to have Marvel back in the first place. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not, so far, it's not groundbreaking, but I've enjoyed it. And I don't know if you know anything about the Easter eggs, but if you don't, I would recommend, like I said, checking out the F and Nerds podcast. They have a really, really good rundown of all the Easter eggs. There is some crazy deep shit in there. Like one small one, which isn't a spoiler. If you haven't seen the first episode of WandaVision.
0: It's like March well, now. It's definitely. probably over. So
1: yeah. So episode one uh, with the, the commercial about the toaster from Stark Industries. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that when it turned on, like it was like the Iron Man like blaster powering up? Yeah. And apparently also the red light was the only thing in color. And it was remissant of so like I had to get red in all the all this, but apparently Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were trapped under Rebel from a Stark Bomb, which I sort of remember from Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. And then Another like the bomb that crashed the building down that they were stuck under that was collapsed, it was sitting there undetonated, blinking red. Mm-hmm. And that red light blinking was supposed to be like symbolic of like her trauma oh. of like being trapped. So there's like a lot of like really deep undertones. So I'm really excited for the payoff because like if you're putting that much work into playing all these details up, so like hardcore fans can get excited, then I'm expecting like a huge payoff. So I'm looking forward to it, but I, I, I agree with what you're saying. It needs to be, they need to accelerate the payoff. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're, they're, I'm sure by episode five, we're going to be in the territory of we need to get out of the sitcom, but like, it would, I'm just waiting for that moment. It's going to happen soon. <laughs> but um. anyway, we're talking about Captain America, winter soldier um let's see here uh they make it
1: we left off one one new character that we i mean the movie's named after him
0: no the winter soldier right yeah
1: not new we don't know that he's not new until the end of the film but or midway through but yeah the winter soldier man what a badass concept he's just a freaking russian he's a russian assassin with a steel like a vibranium arm
0: yeah and he's also like happens to be Captain America's best friend. <laughs> like I saw some of the I was looking at some of the older comics. I have like a weird collection of all the generations, none of the like worth anything ones and uh, <laughs> he was supposed to be like, goes, right? <laughs> he, was, he was supposed to be like boy sidekick like little kid and he grows up to be the winter soldier or whatever and then from there i don't remember winter soldier ever being a good guy like in ultimate alliance he's the first or second villain you fight other than uh, you fight scorpion first and then you fight winter soldier so like i don't remember him a being an a-lister or b being a good guy
1: yeah i think that I, I will say that I liked that they repurposed Bucky because it added that extra layer, like to because other, otherwise Captain would have just been like, I gotta kill this guy, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I need to beat him until he's dead. Whereas like with Bucky, he's got that whole emotional appeal aside. But what were your thoughts? Like that first altercation on the freeway.
0: Dude, that free the obligatory freeway action scene was pretty great. Uh even though that's in every Marvel movie, there's a scene on the freeway that one was pretty good <laughs> and uh fucking shoots scar or uh, Skojo. i want i keep wanting to call her scarlet witch she is black widow but scarlet johansson <laughs> anyway uh yeah when he shoots her and shit like i was like whoa i forgot that she gets severely wounded totally fine next scene totally fine um yeah
1: honestly i would i when she got shot, I was like, this dude means business because also at that point you think that Nick Fury got sniped by him and killed. Yeah.
0: He got shot legit three times. Another cool scene was when he was like shooting his way out of being assassinated.
1: Oh, when he like used the laser cutter to cut into the asphalt at the end and like fall down into the sewers or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh Oh, his car was sick. Yeah. The machine like
0: gun in it. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Activate self-defense mode. It's like a mini
0: gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit was fucking awesome.
1: Um, More spy stuff. Um, when Natasha Romanoff, AKA black widow, AKA Skojo, scar scar. No, we're calling her Scojo. Scar- screw girl. it. It's full send. Um, she, when she has like the, the face tech, that's kind of remissant of uh Mission Impossible. hmm Like she surprises Robert Redford and like gets a recording of him or something being a you know, being a bastard. But uh there's some really good spy stuff. And then the whole satellite targeting of like pre-targeting all these people and the helicopter chain guns, like locking onto him, is insane.
0: That was pretty so cool. It- yeah, that was pretty cool. Um so what I wrote for when the big reveal that it was Scarlett Johansson I wrote, "Hell yeah, go want to be Helen Mirren," and then I went, "Oh no, it's it's Gojo, Just kidding. But that actress <laughs> looked a lot like she wanted to be Helen Mirren, so that's why I was like, "Oh, okay, she's cool." What is Helen Mirren? How oh, do I know? You don't oh, know who know. Helen know. Mirren is? Um, she was. She's a famous. She's like I don't know, eighty now, but she's still hot. Is oh
1: yeah 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 okay I know who you're talking about now. Are you
0: looking at pictures of her?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean. I'm I'm not Damn, into older women like 1945? that. Forty-five. Yeah, buddy. Anyway,
1: she looks great for her age. She does. She's
0: in a movie called The Debt. If you're into spy movies, that movie's the shit.
1: Ooh, I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do a spy spy series pretty soon. Here, I've been meaning to rewatch Mission
0: Impossible Fallout. I have all of the Mission Impossible's except that one. So I did. You see that one by chance? That's the only one I haven't seen.
1: It's the best one in years. It's so good.
0: I really like the one with uh, the the blonde guy that died, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That one was pretty fucking good. Oh,
1: that one was really good too. I really like that one. Yeah. Obligatory freeway scene on that one too,
0: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they uh, back to Winter Soldier. They uh, I found a line pretty poignant in this movie that I really enjoyed, and it was when Falcon says uh, who he is now. I don't think he's the kind of guy you save. He's the kind of guy you stop. And Captain America's like, no, I'm going to try and save him. I thought that was a really good line because it's like from that guy's perspective, he is straight up just a bad guy.
1: Yeah. I don't really blame him because he also throws him almost to his death.
0: Several times, actually. Uh- yeah. Several <laughs> several times. There are a few moments where he is like catching bullets with his metal arm the way that Captain America does with a shield, and that's when I'm like, I don't like that they did that. Like that could have been <laughs> like you don't have to make him just like Captain America because he's a Captain America bad guy.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think um if we're talking quotes, like my favorite, like I said, on your left, I think is just classic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I, oh, oh my God. I almost forgot. There's that whole part where Sam or Falcon is educating Captain America on music and movies. And he looks in his little notebook mm-hmm. and it like, at one point it says like star Wars. And then it has like star Trek and it's like different. imprints.
0: <laughs> <scenes. laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh dude. That was awesome. Yeah. Um. Also the whole like hail Hydra subplot with that one that one guy, the like Asian guy with the glasses,
0: the guy from dark Knight. And,
1: yes. And then the man with the gigantic nose who I love, I forget. I've, I've never known his name, but the one he like whispers it to.
0: Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Those like, just when they said that for the first time, when I was watching it, I was like, son of a
0: bitch. <laughs> like that guy is like totally shitting on Tony Stark in the first Iron man movie. And then like, we see him again in this. And then, like, the year after this movie came out, that guy died. So his character is just gone. Nobody knows what happened to him.
1: Oh, my God. Mm. Wait, wait. which which one of those two died? The
0: big nose guy. Oh, my God. Mm. I love that guy. Yeah. (laughs) I never bothered to get his name. (laughs) He's that guy that's in a bunch of 80s movies and Iron Man and that one Captain America movie. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's who i know him <laughs> as but yeah he died from like uh prostate cancer if i'm not mistaken but oh well wow. damn, sucks to be him anyway uh <laughs> yeah so um let me see here mid credit black widow is about so at the end of the movie black widow goes this is something you really don't want to look into when she hands him the file And that seems to imply that she dug deep enough to realize that Bucky killed iron man's parents. Do you think that's the case or do you think she didn't dig that deep?
1: I think that she a hundred percent dug that deep. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think black widow is like the unsung hero of some of the Marvel movies. I think that she's like arguably just as impactful as Nick Fury in some aspects. Mm -hmm. Like she's like his right hand man pretty much. woman, you know.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it just like Deadpool, in some of the storylines, she's totally a bad guy. Because she, like, I don't know. She, like, steals information from the good guys to sell it to the bad guys on multiple occasions in the comics. But in the movies, she's like, straight up, white knight, great, awesome, good character. But I feel like they should put a little bit more deviousness in her, because... She's not – that's the one thing about her character I don't like is that she's not like, who are you allied with? Like, that's her whole intrigue is that you don't know whose side she's on no matter how long you know her, you don't know what side she's on. So that that's a little like, uh, okay, but –
1: I wonder if they'll flesh that out a little bit more in the Black Widow movie. That'd be kind of cool. God, I
0: hope so. But at the same time, we're going to find out what happened in Budapest. So I'm just going <laughs> to...
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll find out why there was a random Hulk love interest that never panned out. Right?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's kissed all of the male Avengers except Tony.
1: She knows that Pepper Potts would hunt her ass down. <laughs> <laughs> So, one thing we'd be totally remiss if we didn't talk about is the scene when Fury gets shot in the apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Captain grabs his shield and just starts bashing through walls and doing parkour.
0: Yeah. The most destructive, like unnecessarily destructive chase scene ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, screw your drywall. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
0: this door. I don't need knobs. that was so
1: cool how he bounced off it though that was sick
0: yeah man like oh all the action in this movie is fucking clever the plot is pretty fucking clever uh i think robert redford kind of falls flat like he he's okay i feel like he took this gig just for the money but i don't know i don't know what he is but he felt uninvested to me
1: imagine if they put somebody that was like that you wanted to like, but ended up being able, like Morgan Freeman.
0: Oh, yeah, that would have been a good choice.
1: Hell, give me Christopher Walken.
0: That would have been the perfect choice. <laughs> oh my God, why didn't they put Christopher Walken in this movie? They're saving him to be a character who's just like, well, Tony Stark, I'm gonna <laughs> kill you now.
1: <laughs> Dude, okay, now that I'm thinking about it though, this was the opportunity. This is the missed opportunity of a lifetime. This was the Tom Hanks role. This
0: was the Tom Hanks role. Dude. <laughs> either this or the first Iron Man, they would have both been good Tom Hanks roles. But oh my god. Ah, yeah. Gosh. So everything said I do really enjoy this movie, but I also am picky backing off of my friends Disney Plus. Might not have it forever, but either way I have it. The prom- the premise of the show is if I have this disc, which I do. Do I want to keep the disc or should I just get rid of it because we live in a a digital media era? What do you think? Should I keep the disc or dump it?
1: Honestly, normally I would, I would pretty much advocate almost a hundred percent of the time to dump discs. However, with this being one of my favorite Marvel movies, And one of the best. I think this is one that you might want to hang on to. I would say keep it purely out of how rewatchable this film is. I've probably rewatched this movie like eight, nine times. And I don't think Disney plus is going anywhere. But if you ever need to go offline and watch it or there's a nuclear war, at least you can save this gym.
0: I agree with you because I don't really want to get rid of any of the movies that I own in general. But If the, in the name of downsizing, what at the moment, Disney plus is what, like 10 bucks a month. Yes. And I have access to all the Marvel movies. It's like really hard to justify. And as much as I love this movie, I, ah, it's, I don't want to say dump it. I don't, I don't want to say it. But it's hard to justify keeping the disc when I can just click a button and it's up on my screen without the disc.
1: What if I were to tell you that there's a secret mid-credits scene... That preludes to Age of Ultron, which I didn't like that much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw it on Disney Plus, also, so it's not like it's not on Disney Plus.
1: Not <laughs> so exclusive. Now, the real question is: when you when you did watch this, are there any like cool like directors' commentary or anything? Because that would be something I actually would be interested in on this film. And that would be something that would motivate me to keep it. But otherwise I think I'm inclined to agree with you.
0: There's, there's like commentary, but how often do you watch a movie and then listen to people talk over it that you can't also talk to? I don't really do that very Very often. So
1: yeah, that's very true. Like Lord of the Rings is the only ones that I would do that for
0: me too. Also another series of movies that I've been watching this week that are also fucking three hours long. Oh my God. God. (laughs) I've just been in franchise mode, man.
1: Can I quick plug here? This will be now like a couple months back, but uh, when we were recording this, so Wednesday night of the week that we recorded this, myself and my two co-hosts of the Geek Peak, we did a, which universe would you wish yourself into? Brandon picked Pokemon. I picked Star Wars and Trent picked Harry Potter. And then we had like a bunch of different topics that we talk about and just cover the series as a whole. Questions like, Which Pokemon is ethical to eat? Oh, shit. Would you send your children out to fight a war against monsters out in the wild at age 10? Is that ethical? Uh, For Harry Potter, would you be a Death Eater? And what would your Animagus be? And for Star Wars, what race would you be? We all decided we would probably end up being Sith. But would you train under a Jedi or would you train directly under a Sith? Those kind of things. So definitely check that out. It was a really fun episode. We broke it into two parts. So
0: dude, that sounds awesome. I wish I was participating in that because I know against my will I would be Admiral Akbar's like peon. I'd be like a novice.
1: <laughs> <that fucking> <laughs> Brandon said his ideal race was Tuscan Raider.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. Yeah. He literally at first he's like I. I want to be an Ewok Sith Lord.
0: <laughs> and I,
1: was like, so I was like, you're the dumbest person I know. And I agree with you. <laughs> that
0: would be fucking awesome. Oh my God. So uh, if people want to listen to geek peak, how do they find you?
1: So we're on all your favorite podcast platforms. It's geek. And then peak like the mountain P E A K, but on social media, Instagram and Twitter, it's at geek peak pod on Facebook dot com slash geek peak podcast and then our link tree which has everything including our patreon uh, that's link e slash geek peak pod it's pretty much all the same but yeah come follow us and
0: uh, come check our show out it's a really good time like you said last time that there's so much media out there you need someone in your corner to tell you what to watch and what not to watch and that is definitely what i listen to your show for is because you guys like you between the three of you, you consume everything. So you guys know what's good and what's not good. And it's super helpful. And I really enjoy your show. So cheers, man.
1: Hell yeah. I appreciate your show too, man. It's so fun to listen to. I was, I was having a ball listening the other week. You had, uh, one of the guys from infectious groove podcast on, and I was, I was vibing to that episode. I think it was on velvet revolver. Yeah.
0: Velvet revolver. I I forgot about that episode. That was a good time.
1: Yeah, so shout out to you as well and yeah like miles said we try to wade through all the shit that's out there so that you can find out what the top stuff is at least in our opinion and we definitely miss some stuff like our best of 2020 episode i'm sitting there looking through movies and i'm like damn have i'm looking at like rotten tomato scores and on the internet people are like oh this movie's great. i great like damn i haven't seen like eight of these i, I really need to step my game up so We're going to be pushing hard in 2021
0: for sure. Hell yeah, man. Um, So as far as this movie goes, I thought about it while we were talking. I'm leaning towards dump it. I think I'm going to go with dump Dump it it because it's really hard to justify getting up and putting in a Blu-ray when I have access to it online. And on top of that, like there aren't, any special features on there I particularly care to check out, and really all the benefits of having a Blu-ray are lost on this one. So I think I'm going to dump it. I don't think I can blame you on that.
1: I will say that if it was not on Disney Plus, I would say absolutely not. But now that they've just consolidated everything, I mean, I'm. I will say this though: what's the deal with them not having the new Spider-Man? Movie? I was trying to watch Far From Home recently; and they don't have that on hate it but um but yeah i think i think you've made the right call on on dumping it even though it hurts me to say that because this really is my favorite so i'm just happy i got to come on here and talk
0: with you and and hype up this movie for anyone who hasn't seen it dude thank you so much for doing it with me i really appreciate that you came on bro i am more than happy
1: to do it i am happy to come back whenever i love doing this show it's freaking awesome for those of you listening miles is sick on, on and off the pod he's a dope dude so i uh i always appreciate the invite
0: thanks man i appreciate that you are always welcome open invitation anytime you want you can come on there you have it audience we are gonna dump it um so just a few quick plugs uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget that little pee-pee in there. It's important. On Twitter, I'm at the Disc Dump. On Instagram, Disc Dump Podcast. And on Facebook, the Disc Dump Podcast Fans is a group you can join. That would be a lot of fun if you did. I post a lot of stupid memes, that sort of shit. So yeah, be sure to follow me on all those and rate review and subscribe. Alrighty, Chris. What's something you would like to recommend to the audience? Okay, so I have been raving about this show all
1: year on our podcast and neither trent nor brandon have watched it and i understand because there is a language barrier but my number one show for 2020 was dark season three it's a german show yes it's a german show and actually you may not like it because i know you said you're not a huge time travel guy so i got a second recommendation for you specifically But if I had to throw one show out there where I was like this is a masterpiece of television better than some of the best out there, including Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, The Wire. Like this the show is unbelievable. But Dark Season Three, fire. Like, you need to watch all three seasons, obviously. But for you, Miles, I'm gonna recommend Do you have Hulu? Yes. Have you seen Dave?
0: Dude, that's crazy. I literally just started that today. Okay. Dave and another one on Hulu is What We Do in the Shadows. They're both comedies. They're great. I fucking
1: love What We Do in the Shadows. They're both so good. Uh, it's it's all the laughs, man. If you watch through all the way on both those shows, you're going to
0: fall in love. They're just fantastically made and just make a smile. Awesome. I'm definitely going to stick it out with Dave a little bit longer, and we're going to see how that one goes. I am a little offended that you think Dark is better than Breaking Bad, but it's okay to be wrong.
1: <laughs> I love Breaking Bad. Don't don't get me wrong at all. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. But once I finished Dark, I was like, "Dude, how did they make this show? Like It's it, it's mind-boggling how good it was, um, and it's in German. So like, it's just it kind of broadened my horizons in that respect because I don't really watch German film or cinema at all. So for it to be that good, it, it's kind of kind of how I felt about Parasite, right? Like, I don't watch South Korean films outside of, like, Train to Busan, but holy shit, Parasite was incredible, so check out Dark, that one's on Netflix, and uh, Dave and What We Do in the Shadows on Hulu. But well Dave and What We Do in the Shadows have a comedy vibe, Dark is very different. (laughs) Don't expect a comedy. Thanks so much for doing this with me, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you so much, and thanks to everybody who stuck with us and listened, and One last plug, check out the EP podcast. Appreciate you guys.
0: Audience, until next week, TTFN, ta-ta for now.